0: Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and this is the Sports Psychology Hour here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Look forward to doing the show with you today, as always. You know, I've been here for 42 years, and I enjoy doing this show because we talk about mindsets, we talk about attitude, we talk about... The psychology of sports, we talk about self-confidence, we talk about building relationships, we talk about how to coach, how to deal with failure, how to deal with success, what a winning and losing mean. These are all the things that we deal with on this show every week, and I love talking with you and getting your opinions. Today is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. You know, every year we do this show about Father's Day, and one of the things we do is take calls from you about your dads, find out what you'd like to say about your dad, the role that your father's had in your life, and discuss that with you. And along the lines of that, the role dads have in sports. You know, we all, we all obviously have a dad. We have a mom. We wouldn't be here without them. And there's been an interesting story that's come out the last few weeks that I thought we could talk about today. It's a lead-in to the show. Uh, A lot of you have heard of this uh, young man named Baby Gronk. He is a 10-year-old whose father is promoting him as, as going to be an NFL football player. And it's very interesting because he's 10, and his dad is driving him around the country, taking him to colleges, introducing him to all kinds of celebrities, promoting him as this great kid who's going to be a sensation. He's supposedly the next big thing in college football recruiting. He's bigger and weighs more than most kids his age, and he uses his large frame to dominate his competition, leading his followers to believe college football programs are already interested in recruiting him at 10. He's got a big social media page. His real name is Madden San Miguel. He has pictures posing with celebrities all over the place taking photo shots all over and it's very interesting because i read this story in the new york times a couple weeks ago about him and and this dad is is you know all, all i can think about when i'm listening to this reading this excuse me is todd marinovich and his dad marv if you remember that situation todd marinovich before he was born his dad said he's going to be an nfl player well he ended up being correct he also became a drug addict and all, had all kinds of problems and dropped out of football. Forced to, to become what his dad wanted him to be. And this, you know, there's all kinds of stuff written about this young man, this baby Gronk, about how he's already got $100,000 from marketing. The dad said, if he never plays football, I'm going to make him wealthy before he even gets out of high school. All right. I want to get your thoughts on that and see what you have to say. We're going to go to our first break right now and come back. I want to get some calls in here. Our phone number is 913 3810 913 And I want to get your thoughts. What do you think about this? About a dad promoting his 10-year-old as being a future NFL player? Is that right or wrong? What would be your opinion on that? I think it's disgusting. You know, I was on Stephen A. Smith's show, quite frankly, with Stephen A. Smith back in the 1990s. With a dad and his seven-year-old son, he said was the fastest second grader in the country is going to become an NFL quarterback. Never heard about him after that. It's Father's Day. I'd love to hear from you. Get your thoughts today. Our phone number is 913 3810 913 3810 Give me a call. And let's talk. We're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHP. Hello again, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. From our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB here in Kansas City. I'm here every Sunday morning as we talk about the mental side of sports. And love to hear from you. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. And I'd love to hear from you the story about your dad. If you'd like to share with us something your dad did for you, how did he make you who you are, our phone number is 913-3810-810. 913-3810-810. And I started the show talking about the story about this young man named Baby Gronk, who's a 10-year-old, whose dad's promoting him as a future NFL player. Taking him all over the country, promoting him, getting in PR, interviewing some celebrities. And I'd like to get your thoughts on that as well. You know, remember, as I said, Todd Marinovich. He was the young man, well, before he was even born, his dad, Marvin Marinovich, was a trainer out in Southern California. Said he'd end up becoming an NFL quarterback. And he did, but he also you know, he went to USC, ended up playing for the Raiders, and then fell out of football. And last, I think it was like two years ago, he was arrested um, in the backyard of someone drugged out without clothes on in Southern California. He's had all kinds of problems dealing with the pressure and the, being a celebrity and all the pressure on him. What's it going to do for this young man? He's, he's 10 years old. What if he doesn't make it? What's going to happen to him? You know, his his father is is going to cause problems. I mean, look, we don't know what's going to happen. He may end up being an NFL, He may end up being a Hall of Fame NFL player. The chances of that, though, are slim to none. I think. You know, as a dad, it's Father's Day. What's your job? Jobs to love your kids, be there for them. Teach them, guide them, help them understand ups and downs, success and failure. And be a good role model. You know, I, I question what this man's doing. Now you may you may disagree with that. You may think he's doing the right thing. I don't know. Nine one three three eight ten eight ten is the number. Let's go to our first call this morning. Let's talk to Jake. Jake, good morning, Doctor Jacobs. How you doing?
1: Hey, good. I'm all right. I um I listen to you every Sunday. Um I, uh, this Father's Day for me is a special one. I, um, I have an 11 month old and, uh, well, congratulations. I lost, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I lost my father back about four years ago to, uh, a massive stroke and, uh, oh, my dad was everything to me. He, um, he was just a really great man. Uh, taught me everything about sports, life, money. Um, Uh, One of my favorite stories of his is when we moved here from Long Island and uh, we started playing baseball. Um, All the other parents would sit behind the backstop um, very quietly, just enjoying the game. And my dad was the guy in the uh, uh, behind the the outfield fence without his shirt on um, saying just the most outlandish things. And everyone loved him. He was a great man, and uh, I just thought I would do him right by calling in today and, you know, just reminded him how much I, I love him. Uh, now that I have a son, it, um, it all makes
0: sense. So, uh, yeah, what, really, well, Jake, thank you for calling. What, you know, what do you, do you think you picked up from your dad? What, what has it taught you?
1: Um, just uh, be, being kind to everyone. Um, uh, I, I take a lot of pride in, um, given everyone the time of day, um, you know, he, he just—he was a people pleaser. He—he uh, he just loved to make pe- people smile, uh, and that's kind of the man that I've become. I—I um, I truly felt like I was uh, put on this earth to make people smile and uh, to be a good husband and father.
0: Well, Jake, you've obviously learned a lot from your dad, and I'm sure you're going to do a wonderful job with your child as well. And. Uh, I want to thank you for calling in i know it 's hard for father 's day without him, but I yeah. uh, really appreciate you calling in I'm, and listen hold hold that baby as tight as you can and appreciate it yeah and before absolutely. you know he 's going to be fifteen years old
1: I know it 's going to be wild i uh, I really enjoy listening to your show and um, uh, you also have a good father 's day
0: well, thank you very much yeah i 'm going to All see right. my my oldest son. And uh, daughter-in-law, we're going to have dinner tonight with my wife and, and his mother-in-law. And now I'm going to be a grandfather in a couple months. So, Oh, uh,
1: congratulations.
0: Thank you. So that'll be the... the my I, I've adopted 14, but I'll have my first blood uh, grandchild here coming up pretty soon, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Wow. But well, thank, that's awesome. Well, listen, you have a happy Father's Day, and uh, glad you have good memories of your dad. That, that will obviously... Get you going with your son as he, as, as he grows. Thank you so much yeah. for calling today. Appreciate it. Thank you. You have a good day. All right, that frees up our lines here at 913-3810-810. I'm sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. It's Father's Day. And we do this show every year, talking about dads, the role dads have to play in your life. What do they teach you? What do they not teach you? You know... Many times there's there there's a, a home where the mom isn't there. The dad raises their kids. Oftentimes you've got to learn hard lessons from your dads. Success and failure, winning and losing. How do you deal with relationships? Treating people the right way. <clears throat> you know, we live in a very topsy turvy environment right now. Especially with the way things are in this country politically and everything else, there's so much angst all over the place. And um, a day like day today to me is a day to appreciate who you are and appreciate your family. So I've got a new producer. His name's Cavell, and I'm going to have him jump in the conversation this morning and uh, tell us your thoughts about Father's Day.
2: Father's Day. All I've been thinking is, can I do nothing today? That's all I want to do on Father's Day. Well, well, hold on. You're not doing nothing because you're sitting here working already. Well, after this. (laughs) After this. But I guess there's a surprise planned for me. And, yeah, I'm not great with surprises always, but it's Father's Day, and it's a day when I have to be surprised and excited. How many kids do you have? Uh, Three. Three. Eleven, eight, and six. Oh, then you've got your hands full. All girls. Oh, yeah, you've got your hands full, doubly. Yep, yep. And even um, the family pet is a girl.
0: So you, yeah. you like the female gender? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, yeah, for sure. Any story you want to share about your dad?
2: Stories I'd like to share about my dad. So, so me, the way I dad is, you know, like I don't subscribe to hitting, you know. My dad didn't. He didn't hit me. He probably two or three times in my lifetime. But he, what he did was, is lecture and talk, and he'll he'll talk to you for three hours about something. And sometimes I used to say, you know, in my mind, can you just beat me? Can I just get a whooping? Whooping? You wanted that? Yeah, because that takes five minutes. (laughs) You know, a lecture takes three hours. So, well, aren't you glad now that he didn't hit you? I mean, yes and no. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes, for sure. I I am. I guess I'm more of a round, well-rounded person because of it. Um, but my mom, she kept it balanced. <laughs> Not like she beat me, but she she you know she was uh my parents were split, so she had to figure out how to raise a boy, if that makes sense. So it's so it's understandable. I, I have a nice nice balance. Well, that's good. Well, you're gonna have a fun day
0: with your daughters today, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You know. I do this show every week Talking about the mental side of sports And being that it's Father's Day today We sort of go off, off topic a little bit But I'd love to hear from you as, as Jake called in about his dad Who's no longer with us A story about your dad How he helped you How he guided you Successfully or, or maybe negatively 913-3810-810 is the number You know I've done this show Every Father's Day for years I'm in my 32nd year on radio here in Kansas City and i love doing the show I do a show on mother's day as well to let you talk about your parents and how they've molded you shaped you into who you are and along the lines of this as i i introduced this story about this this uh, not 10-year-old boy whose dad is promoting him as an next next nfl player you know It concerns me and there's been a lot written about him if you haven't heard it's it's, the young man known as Baby Gronk um, like you know a young Rob Gronkowski and he's you know the the dad is living his life out through this young man and you gotta wonder he's making all this money for him but you know remember that song Money Can't Buy You Love back from the 60's what's he what's this teaching him and that's what I'd like, like to hear from you. Get your thoughts on it. 913 And hear about your dad. You know, dads are coaches. They're, they're disciplinarians. They're listeners. They're role models. What role did your dad have in your life? How did he help you? How did he guide you? What did he do for you? You know, I've learned so many things. Um... My father was a physician, and I'm in the medical field as well. My grandfather's in the medical field, probably some kind of connection there. And my father uh, was a gastroenterologist. And one time he told me his job, when he went to medical school, was, was to help people out. And that had an influence on me, and maybe that's why I do what I do. So I think our parents do. Provide strong role models for us I know my mother had a, had a bigger influence on me in my life in so many ways for what she taught me but role, what role does your dad have in your life 913-3810-810 is the number it's Father's Day I'd like to get your, your thoughts on that if your father is no longer with us I'd like to share a story if, he, if he's been your guide if he's what, what did he teach you about success and failure what did he teach you about people what did he teach you about relationships? We do this show every year, as I said, and like to get calls and get your, your thoughts on that. Was your dad your coach? You know, here's one topic that a lot of people like to get into. Did your dad coach you? Was he a coach of your team? And what was that like? For many people, that's a great experience. For a lot of people, it's an awful experience. You know, we've talked on this show many, many times about how dads coaching their son sometimes play favorites or are extra critical. I've had so many clients in my office who've come in and their, their dad has, has been their coach and it's, it's too hard. They can't handle it because their dad's extra critical. And then oftentimes, I get people come in and say, well, my son's coach, son is on the team and he plays favorites with his son. My son doesn't get to play because the coach's son's always playing. You know, and then I, I think sometimes that can cause extra pressure on families and extra pressure on kids. So I'd love to hear from, once again, 913-3810-810 is number. It's Father's Day. What role did your dad have in your life? How has he shaped you? How has he guided you? And if he's no longer with us, what, what memories do you have of him in terms of what he's done for you? You know, I'm here every Sunday talking about these different topics on this show. And one of the topics we get into is confidence. What is confidence? I think it's the ability to believe in yourself. How do you develop that? I think you develop it by learning how to fail, learning how to succeed, and how to be balanced with both. And I know so many young athletes that I see... Will talk to me oftentimes about how their dads have helped them through those things. You know, when you, when you have a bad game, what does what your what do your mom or dad say to you? You know, you get in the car on the drive home. And we've talked about this on, on the show, you know, and in, in, in our book, Just Let Him Play, we have a whole chapter about this. When you get in the car on the way home, what does your dad say to you? Well, we, we, we encourage parents not to talk about the game unless the athlete wants to talk about it. Basically when you get in the in the car, ask your kids where do you what do you want to go eat? What do you want to go do? Don't don't even get into the game till you get home till everybody's cooled down. Parents want to see their kids succeed. They want to see their kids successful. But when they fail, what do you say to them? I'd love to hear from you on that topic. When your when your son or daughter has missed a key shot Dropped the ball, struck out. How do you help them get through that failure? Our phone number is nine one three three eight ten eight ten. Like I said, it's Father's Day. I'd love to hear from you and get your thoughts on this. Cavell, let me ask you this question. Okay, you got three daughters, I assume they play sports. Yes. Okay. When they fail, what do you say to them? How do you how do you help them get through it? I talk to them about
2: try to play it back. So what happened? What do you wish you did? You know, what was the plan and what can you do next time? And I try to emphasize it's one game. It's one situation. So you can come back from it. Like this situation is going to happen again. So just be prepared for it. If that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. How do they react to that? Very, (laughs) varying reactions. Yeah. Sometimes they're on it and sometimes... They're not but you know, like we haven't got to the point where there's heavy expectations. Right now it's just kinda Well they're young. Yeah, you have to get them get moving, you know, stay active and kinda learn how to do some stuff outside of the house if that makes sense. And do it. the expectations come from them or come from you when that happens? It comes from it comes from them but my expectations of them is if you you have to be one of the hardest workers here. You don't have to be one of the best. But you have to be one of the hardest workers there. You know, I think that's because I think that translates through life. If you're doing something, you have to work hard. You have to be one of the hardest workers. Doesn't at. mean you're going to succeed or fail, but you've you got to work on how hard you work. Exactly. Because if you fail and you worked real hard, you need to know what tweaks you need to make.
0: There you go. Good advice. All right. Let's go back to the phones. 913-3810-810. Let's talk to Butch. Butch, good morning. Dr. Jacobs, how are you doing?
3: Good, Driving in the rain, but I'm doing good.
0: Yeah, well, be careful out there. It is, yeah, it is, it is, a, well, my, the grass in my yard is very happy this morning, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Mine, too. So what would you like to share with us?
3: Well, you know, my dad was a fireman, and he worked, worked 24 on, 24 off, and then he had a second job. So my dad wasn't always there, but I think what I learned from that, when I became a parent, I was there for my kids, and I think both of my kids have turned out great and sometimes I'm unhappy with my dad because he wasn't there enough, but you know it made me a better person and made me a better father. so I do have to thank him for that
0: have you Have you shared that with him?
3: No, my dad is passed now oh, sorry and and I didn't share that with him, but uh you know. <laughs> Life goes on. So,
0: what's the, what do you think you learned from that? I mean, obviously he was a hard worker, a fireman on and off. I mean, twenty four on, twenty four off. That's a well, very demanding he, he, job.
3: Yeah, he he played hard too. But but uh, you know, I just I just learned. I remember in sixth grade, I was in the backyard with a bunch of other kids, and they were all talking about their dad, and I teared up, and I said, you know, I I don't know my daddy's not home very often. Oh. And it was a sad deal. But at the same time, it made me the person I am because I was there for my kids. And I think if my kids listen to this radio station, they would call in. Not, I'm not the best grandpa, but I was a great dad.
0: Well, what do you need to do to be a better grandpa then?
3: <laughs> Probably I'll put you on the, the spot, put you friend. on the
0: spot, Butch. Go ahead and answer that one. <laughs>
3: go ahead uh, probably try to spend more time with my grandkids because I don't I don't give them enough time at times. My, my wife gives them a lot of time and I try to fit them in here and there but I'm still a busy busy guy even though I'm nearing retirement.
0: You know one of the words that I, I talk to all my clients about is balance. How do you have balance in your life? And sometimes things are imbalanced. Sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me. Sometimes you've got to spend more time with work. Sometimes you got to spend more time on a project. But I, I think when it comes to kids or, or you're with grandkids, for you, you know, when can you schedule the time for them and, and make sure you're there for them? Don't let them down. That's the biggest thing with that. I think I've, I've found that with a lot of people is when mom or dad or grand grandma or grandpa says are going to spend time with them and then they don't they get let down and obviously for you since your dad was was working 24 on, you know and then off 24 and, and in sixth grade left you left you in tears I think that's probably had a big impact on you so maybe that'll be something you'll you'll work on as a grandfather
3: I, I know I know that I I don't let him down I just I don't make myself as available as I probably could and should. Uh, my son loves it when I show up for the events. Uh, he 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 thinks the world of it when I come and and watch him play a ball game or or whatever they or or going to their dance recital, whatever it may be. But uh, you know, it's just man. I just felt like I've done it all, <laughs> done it all, and I've just have things that i need to get done and and there's only so much time in the day but if i say i'm going to show up i'll show up
0: well good for you good for you butch and sorry your dad's not with us anymore but obviously he taught you a lot of things in life that's probably made you made you a better parent and better grandfather as well so
3: I, i think he made me a better parent so i i appreciate that of him and you know i I don't have any ill feelings.
0: Well, listen, sir, thank you for calling in today. Happy Father's Day, Grandfather's Day to you as well. And I hope you enjoy some time with your family. Appreciate it.
3: Hey, thank you, and thank you for letting me call in. I appreciate
0: it. You're welcome, sir. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Okay. That frees up our lines here, 913-3810-810. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. It's Father's Day today, and I do this show every year. Excuse me a little bit the allergies have kicked in for me lately Um, we do this show every year giving you an opportunity to call in about your dad we've had two great calls we'd love to get some more calls here 913-3810-810 is the number what role has your dad does your dad have in your life positively or negatively how did he shape you into the person you've become what lessons did he teach you and when it comes to sports, you know, this is a sports psychology show, so let's throw in this, this aspect of it. Was your dad your coach? Do you wish your dad was your coach, or do you wish your dad wasn't your coach? You know, I have so many people I've worked with who told me they wish their dad did not coach them because they felt so much pressure. Years ago, when I worked, I've worked with the Royals a couple of times, There was a player on the team who, very successful player, and he and I spent a lot of time talking about his dad because he felt the need to please his dad. He felt like he had to please his dad. His dad was his coach growing up, helped him become a Major League Baseball player. And he was a very successful baseball player. In fact, he even made the All-Star team one time. So we had a game where... He went four for five, had the game winning hit and a game winning defensive play in the top of the ninth, and we ended up winning. And after the game his dad called him up. And as he did after every game, then they talked about the game. And he was talking to me about this. says, You know, Doc, I I really I I, I love my dad. I do anything for him, but he gets so critical of me. And I said, "We well, need to tell him. I can't tell him because I think he'll be insulted. I said, well, you're in your mid-20s now. You've got a baby. I think you need to be able to talk to your dad. So after this particular game, his dad called. And the first thing out of his mouth was, why'd you strike out in the second inning? And this this young baseball player had some choice which for his dad hung up on him. And... He then called me, this was about one in the morning, called me, he was all distraught. And we met the next day, talked actually for about three or four hours. And he ended up calling his dad, apologizing. And his dad apologized to him. And he told his dad, I said, look, Dad, I love you. You've made me who I am. I wouldn't be where I am without you. But you're so focused on anything goes wrong. What about the things go right? Why'd you have to say last night, Why'd you strike out in a second inning? How about, hey, great job, son. You drove in the winning run. And he'd never been able to say that to his dad because he was scared to hurt his feelings. But I could sense a strong relationship. So his dad's response to him was, son, I wish you told me that before. And it changed their relationship. It was much, much better because he felt comfortable to say something. Now, here's a Major League Baseball player Who is scared to talk to his dad. So it doesn't matter who we are. You know, It doesn't matter who we are, what level of of success or failure we've had in life. I think what what I picked up from that, you don't want to let your dad down. You don't want to let your dad down at all. And when you do, it hurts. All right, our phone number is 913-3810-810. We're going to go to a break. I'd love to hear from you. It's Father's Day. What role... Has your dad had in your life? and I'd love to hear from you if your dad was your coach or is your coach. What's that like? What's that like having your dad coach be the coach in your youth sports team or maybe your high school team? Do you feel extra pressure from that? I'm going to be interested to see what happens to the University of Colorado because Deion Sanders is now the coach, and his son is going to play quarterback there. Question is, will he start? I don't know about that. We'll find out come August. But what will that be like? Playing for your dad is a superstar in his day, and now possibly playing quarterback for him on a D1 school, a big-time D1 school, with a lot of pressure on him. All right, 913-3810-810 is the number. It's Father's Day. I'd love to hear from you. What role has your dad had in your life? Give me a call and let's talk. We're on Leader in Sports Sports Radio 810 WHB. Hello again, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB. It's Father's Day, and I'd love to hear from you. We've had two great calls today. You know, I do this show to give you the opportunity to share stories about your life, the role your dad had in your life, what he's taught you, positively or negatively. Our phone number is 913-3810-810. And I'd love to hear from someone. love to hear from anybody who wants to talk about their dad. But I'd love to hear from someone whose dad was or is their coach. Was that a positive or negative experience for you? 913-3810-810 is our number. And we have a special guest in the studio today. (laughs) The Drake is here. He's in charge of everything at this place. We wouldn't be on the air if it wasn't for him. And uh, known him for years, so uh, tell us tell us the story here today. Well, my dad was a psychologist. Uh, he that
4: explains uh, everything. Now. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Yeah, he uh, <clears throat> originally was a, a Methodist minister, uh, went to Yale Divinity, um, and then uh, the kind of the, the the politics of the church itself. He kept getting they kept moving him from. Uh, one church to another just when he'd get something settled they'd move him somewhere else and he didn't like the politics of it but he loved counseling people so he went and he got uh, got his phd and um, i remember being a little kid and getting mailed to the house to to dr gary justice and being like you're not a doctor um i didn't understand because i was like six have you figured Uh, it out now i figured it out now yeah yeah uh but uh yeah he uh, taught psychology at a at a small uh small college in Fulton Missouri and then also the uh the the state hospital was there and so he would work with uh with people during the summer there um and i remember he would have uh students from from the college come hang out with me while i'd be playing in the backyard as part of the the child development stuff and they would ask me questions and i'd be like Somebody was here yesterday asking me the same questions. What, what, you know, he, he didn't really tell me, I don't think, uh, why these people were coming to talk to me. But uh, he's a great guy. Uh, he's, they, they, my folks moved up here a couple of years ago uh, to Kansas City so they could be around their grandkids, my kids, because I'm an only child. And at one point they were, why don't you come down more often? I'm like, well, we work. And you guys are retired. And okay, well, we'll move up there. So they've uh, they've been here in town now for uh a couple of years. It was great when the kids were little cuz they could pick them up after school for an hour or two until my wife and I got home and they got to spend time with the grandkids and uh you know my, my dad was never my coach, he was never a scout leader or anything like that. Um but I always kind of thought that was that was great cuz uh, you know I would see kids on my teams whose dad was the coach and it's always seemed like they had you know, an added level of pressure to it. And I couldn't figure out if it was because, uh, you know, there was just something innate where they were trying to, uh, trying to please their dad or if the dad was a coach because they expected something extra out of their kids. Um, So I I could always see that dynamic. I I, I always kind of enjoyed the fact that my uh, my parents weren't the scout leader or the the, the coach because then I always kind of got you know a, a bonus point of view from another set of adults. Um, uh, you know, I I, I liked that. Um,
0: what, but, what and what was that bonus point of view?
4: Well, just you know, I, I saw how my parents did things, but then I would uh, talk to teachers or coaches or. You know, uh, a director in my you know high school theater program or whatever, and they would have a, a different point of view, a, a different way to approach something. And uh, you know, my my, my parents uh, were always they would tell me I was bright and that you know I would just figure it out, um, and I usually did. But <laughs> um, you know, having a, a coach or a, a theater director who would be well, you have to. Try try this, you know, instead of just banging your head on it, coming on it straight on, you know, look at it from this point of view, and oh, okay, well that's that's different than the you know than the uh, things I've been told at home. Not different, you know, one hundred and eighty degrees, but you know, off a little bit, and it was it was good to get a different point of
0: view. You know, you you learned obviously your father in laws a psychologist also, he is, yeah, so. <laughs> You're always getting analyzed. Um, <laughs> and then I come in here and hear you are. Yeah, it's, it's a trifecta. <laughs> We've known each other for years. Let, yeah. let me ask this question, because yeah. being that it is Father's Day, and, mm-hmm. and I brought this, no one's called up about this, and our number's 913 eight ten. I'd love to, I'd love to hear from you if your dad was your coach or you coach your son. Is that a positive or a negative thing? And I mm-hmm. want to get your thoughts, because you... You've been here forever. You've met, you know, all these hosts. Mm -hmm. You've met all these athletes. You've been around a lot of them. What's your perspective on that? I mean, do you think it puts too much pressure on kids to have their mom or dad coach them because then they feel they have to... Please them as a coach and a parent, and it puts extra pressure on them. Sure. Or do you think it's more of a positive thing that they get to learn more stuff from their parents?
4: Well, I think like just about anything, it it depends on the people and why they're doing what they're doing. Um, you know, I think there are some coaches out there who are the coach for their kids' team because you know no one else would do it, or the you know maybe there was a previous coach who was really overbearing and. Uh, it it wasn't a great situation, so a parent decided, "Well, I'll give it a shot." And I think there are parents out there who are coaches because they want to, you know, <laughs> you know, form the next baby Gronk or or whatever. And it's, so, I, I think it really just depends on your your motivation for doing it and and your approach to it. Okay, so
0: this baby Gronk situation. Yeah. Let me get your thoughts on that. Mm. Okay, that says it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, in the late 90s, I was, Stephen A. Smith had a show called, Quite Frankly with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. I happened to be in New York uh, working with a baseball player. They called me, and it ended up, I, I went on the show. Mm-hmm. And this dad was there with a seven-year-old, and he said he was the fastest second grader in the country, and maybe he was. And he said he's going to become an NFL quarterback. When I went into the prep room to get ready to go on the air, mm-hmm. I see this young man fixated on the television. I look, what's well, he always watching? A uh, SpongeBob. <laughs> I said, Oh, you like SpongeBob? No, sir. I've never seen this show before. I said, Really? He goes, no. My daddy only has me watch uh, videos of NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> and the dad's like, Yeah, he's going to be a. Cool, you're that psychologist guy. Well, you're going to you're going to encourage this, right? You're going to tell me how great this is. I said, Well, we'll talk about it. <sighs> And uh, I, I shared my thoughts on the show, and he didn't like it. Well, there are
4: overbearing parents in everything, not just sports. You know, there are uh, dance parents and um, uh, pageant parents and, you know, people that – and it's I think most of them are just trying to live a life they wish they had through their kid,
0: and it's sad, you know. Yeah, and this this whole situation with this young man, this baby Gronk, you know, he's he's made him a lot of money, you know. But what's that going to do for him? I mean, I I think, you know, you look at look at um, a lot of baseball players Mm -hmm. whose dads are baseball players. Mm -hmm. Let's take Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. He's he's the exception to the rule. I mean, I've never met Patrick, but you know, all you all you outside of the fact he's an incredible athlete he appears to be just a wonderful person. Yeah. I work with several Chiefs players um privately every single one of them throughout the years has and Mitch Morris who has been on the show mm-hmm. several times with me, works with me. You know, talk about a lucky guy. He's the center for Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. <laughs> I Mitch mean, Mitch shared on here. Patrick just a wonderful person he is. Mm-hmm. Cares about his teammates, cares about everybody, cares about the community, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it'll be interesting to watch his kids grow up because they're going to be in the public spotlight. Yeah, but but I think he's a reflection. Now his parents are divorced, but he's a reflection of both his parents as well. Sure, they've taught him good values. Absolutely, you know. So um, I think when you look at some of these great athletes, and I've I've obviously known lots of them, their mm-hmm. their mom and dad both or one or the other. Had just a huge impact on, on their development as a person. Absolutely. Forget the athletic stuff, but as a person. And I think that, that that's the key thing. You know, we've had two callers today talk about their dads, and, you know, the, the one caller, Butch, said his dad was a fireman, 24 on, 24 off. Um, obviously, he wished he'd gotten to know his dad better. Sure. But, you know, his dad, obviously, when you do that type of job, yeah, oh, yeah, that's the way it is. Oh sure. Um, it's 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 hard for kids to ask their parent to spend more time with them. Oh sure.
4: Well, and there's, you know, there there are things that I wish, and I, I think I'd, I have great parents, but there are things that I wish they had done differently. So I did those differently with my kids, and now my kids are 21 and 23, and I will hear that well, they didn't like the way I did it, <laughs> and oh. Okay, well, I really thought that was, you know, it was not a great thing for me, so I thought I would do it differently, and, and that didn't, didn't work out great. But that's parenting. No one is going to do it exactly right. You just got to put in the effort and do your best, and, and hopefully your kids realize that you're doing your best. And if you're working those crazy long hours, hopefully they realize, well, you're doing it for them. And if you're spending a lot of time with them, hopefully they realize you're doing it for them. And if you're, you know, pushing them to get good grades, hopefully they realize you're doing it for them. Um, and and if they're not pushing you to get really good grades, hopefully they realize <laughs> you're doing it for
0: them so that they can enjoy some things. Well, so, along, the, along the line of that, yeah, yeah we're going to go to break here in a second. Um, we when we come back, I want to throw something at All you right. here. Let's go to our break. All I'll right. go ahead and, and we'll come back on. I've got a question for you. Okay. Hello again, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 10 WHB. It's Father's Day. We've got plenty of time left to hear from you. I'd love to, love to hear from you if you'd like to share a story about your dad, the role he has had in your life. If he's no longer with us, what message did he leave you? How has he helped in shape and guide you? And And the Drake is with me here in the studio this morning who does everything here at this station. wouldn't be on the air if it wasn't for him. Um, Does a great job, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, And I mean that. You know that. Um, I've got a question. So I have many, many teenage clients that come Mm -hmm. in with their parents. Mm -hmm. And the first session, and the way way I I do stuff is I'll, I'll meet with the parents. The first session, I meet with the parents first, get information about their son or daughter, and then the second part of the session, the son or daughter comes in, we all sit down together and talk about why they're there. Right. And as I say, design a mental game plan to work on. What what you know, whether it's confidence or relationships or communication or stress, whatever it might be. Goal setting, whatever. And probably seven to eight times out of ten, this this comes up. The young man or woman will be talking about why they're there and, and a lot of times they'll they'll start tearing up and say I'm letting mom or dad down. Yeah. And they're oftentimes, the ones that say that, mm-hmm. have a GPA over four. Their parents talk about what a great kid they are. <laughs> but they'll say, I'm not doing as well as I should, and I think I'm letting mom or dad down. And they'll start tearing up, and sometimes the parents tear up. Right. And we get into a discussion, the parents say, you're not letting us down. We love you. Mm-hmm. Yes, but you spend all this money for lessons and th- th- all these types of things. Am I, I? I don't think I'm doing what you want me to do. Let me get your thoughts on that. Right.
4: Well, the kids get you know messages from things that w- we don't always intend. You know, Just just the other day, uh, my youngest, who's 21, uh, he, he was. Uh, we were talking about how uh, I don't remember what it was. Peanut butter. I think there was a bunch. Of, so much. Uh, so much peanut butter was getting thrown out uh when people when people were making sandwiches uh they weren't cleaning the the knife off and 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 he he was talking about how you know i remember when you when we were little and you would get upset about that and and you know that's when that's when i knew you know we were always really worried about money and i was like no it wasn't you know that worried about money it was you know, I was going, when you guys were little, I was going to the grocery store two and three times a day trying to make sure we had everything we needed. And I would see that peanut butter get wasted. And I would think, well, I'm going to end up at the store again. And uh, he was like, oh, really? It wasn't money? I was always, I always thought it was money. So sometimes if we're, you know, kids are always reading signs. And if we're not telling them how we're feeling, what we're expecting, they're going to make up their own. They're going to read their own clues and cues and come up with their own conclusions. And so, you know, I'm realizing probably a little too late that we just—I should have just told my kids why I was doing things and what I was expecting. And instead of expecting them to figure it out on their own.
0: Thanks for sharing yeah. with us today. I'm yeah. glad you're here, and I want to thank you for everything you do here. This station wouldn't be be running if it wasn't for you. Sure. You work, you work twenty-four-seven. Seems like year round. Yeah. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hope you enjoyed the show. You know, it's Father's Day. Spend time with your family today, whatever you can do. And most importantly, tell them you love them. That's the big message I'd say to everybody. If you'd love to get in touch with me, my website's winnersunlimited.com. You can send me an email at, at com. My office number is 816 561 5556. Happy Father's Day, everybody out there. Enjoy your families. Hug your kids. Take care.